Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 241, which we are recording on Wednesday, March 24th, 2021. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And oh, it's spring. The colors have fallen yes. along, has wrapped up. It just crept up on me all of a sudden. It was it so shocking. Really did. Yeah. It really did. It's it, been a, in many ways, a quick knit along and in many ways, in interminable one. <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100%. Depends on the day or even the hour of the day or the minute of the day you ask me True whether fact. it was quick or slow. Yeah. No, yeah. It's a real thing right now. Yeah. All right. So what are you wearing? Well, what I have worn this week is one of my Love Note sweaters. Love Note is a sweater by Tin Can Knits that I made. Oh, let's see. I've made the shocking thing is that I've actually made four versions of this sweater. Four? The one, yeah. Oh my gosh, I thought two. Wow. The one that I wore to work, I made back in September of 2019. Wow. I didn't think it was that long ago, but yeah, I guess I remember wearing it to Stitches Salt Lake. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it is the fourth one that I have made because I made two to start out with kind of tunic length. Then I made a third one that is the smallest infant baby size. So that one oh, that's right. almost doesn't count. That was a sample for a yarn shop. And then this fourth one that is made to the length prescribed in the pattern, which is a shorter upper hip length or or optional, even shorter cropped length, which I didn't do. This one is the shortest one that I've made and made made it, like I said, back in September. And if you don't know what Love Note looks like, it is a circular yoked pullover sweater with a lace yoke. And it's called Love Note because the little pattern somewhat looks like a heart that goes all the way around the yoke. And the original sample is knit in one strand of fingering weight and one strand of mohair weight or mohair lace weight yarn knit together. So it creates a really nice light fabric. And I used Western Sky Knits Merino 17, which is super soft. Can't say enough good things about that yarn. So it was a very fun pattern. I recommend it. And there what were a lot of those in the self-indulgent knit-along this year. That's right. Lots there of were. Notes. I did make that note yep. because there were some really pretty ones. There's something about this sweater that when people make it in all kinds of colors it just looks so pretty and makes you want to have one in every variation <laughs> a, a veritable rainbow of love notes yes exactly exactly well, and a reminder i know you talked about this when the pattern i think first came out on the tin can knits blog they did a lot of demonstration and sample swatches of how different colors play together so you can hold that strand of mohair silk lace in one color and the fingering in another color. And they show some great examples of how that 
works out when you knit them up together because it can be a very surprising combination that you wouldn't expect holding the yarn separately. Yeah, I forgot about that because if you take one, let's say you take a smooth yarn and use that color and then change it up with three different colors of mohair, of course the three versions are going to look different, but they don't always look the way you'd expect them to look. Mm -hmm. So it's very, it's fun to swatch and see what you get. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's even faster just to go look at their blog and see yes. what they did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I remember being fascinated by that yeah. blog. Very yeah. impressed. What are you wearing, Gail? I'm wearing my Blue Sands cardigan. I see. I'm holding my arm out for showing. <laughs> and this is knit with a strand of lace weight yarn held doubled with silk mohair lace. So two strands of lace weight yarn held doubled, same idea as the love note, only that's fingering in lace. This is two strands of lace for an even lighter effect. And I love the sweater. It's even longer than mid-thigh. It almost comes down to my knees. And it's just big, oversized, pretty colors. It's soft as as can be. And I love it. It's by La Maison Rilly is the pattern designer. And I also knit the same pattern for Josie using just fingering weight. So it's a very versatile pattern and it's just delightful. Love this sweater. Love nice. it a ton. So what have you been stocking? Well, as I was telling Gail before we started, I've been having trouble finding things to stock, basically. Ugh, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. So we are we are faced a little bit with a little bit of pattern on we, I guess. So we'll be talking about that in a future episode. <laughs> I even have in my notes right now, hot right now equals boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's weird. A lot of the patterns that we've seen in hot right now lately are not new. They so are. So I think pattern on we is a thing right yeah. now. It's not just you and me. Quite possibly so. Yeah. But one of the things I did find is called the Center Point Popover, and it's by Ainur Birkenbaeva. It is a worsted weight pullover with seamless modular construction and a very large hood. So mod with modular construction, you expect that each section will be built off the last. Like you have a little piece, like when you're building a modular blanket or a modular garment, you start with one piece and then the next section builds off of that and then the next section builds off of that. So this one, what it looks like from the front, it looks like four triangles coming together off a center point. Like imagine if there's a center point on your upper chest and then four triangle points come together there oh. so you have a sec a tri two triangles coming off for the arms one going down and getting wider for the body and then one coming up and getting wider for the head that's what it looks like there's like see it there they aren't seams but stitching rows of stitching that come together there 
to look like the center point. And then, yeah, you have the two sleeves. The bottom of the sweater is an elongated piece. And then the top goes over the neck and there's this gigantic hood. Mm, that sounds cool. It It is really cool. It looks very cool. I'm just really not sure... I'm really not sure. <laughs> it's one of those patterns that you look at, and I love the way it looks. It looks fantastic on the model. I would want to knit it a little longer. I wish I knew more about the construction to know if that is a possible modification to it. I'll have to watch projects as they fill in on Ravelry. But the other thing I'm not sure about is the big, big hood. Because since it's worsted weight, if you choose the wrong yarn, that hood is going to be so heavy that it's going to be pulling back and strangling you. Yeah. So, I'm, again, it's one of those things that I just have to see. I think you can make it without, yeah, there's a, a photo of a one of the samples made without a hood as well. So you can make it without the hood. But to be honest, the hood is actually the charm of the piece for I me. I was wondering, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I did make a long, long time ago, there was a Aaron Waite sweater that I made called Rogue. And it was Oh, I remember that. You remember? Mm -hmm. It was pretty to look at because the hood, another big hood, had cabling all around the face. When you pulled the hood up, the first four inches, for example, of the hood were all cabling. So it was it was very, very pretty to look at, but it wasn't very well thought out in terms of the hood because in Aaron weight yarn, the weight of the hood, I remember this, every time I wore it, it felt like the front of the sweater was strangling me because it would eventually pull itself back as you wore it because mm -hmm. the weight of the hood just pulled back. And the funny thing is that everyone... I've spoken to whoever made that sweater says they loved the sweater, but that hood kept pulling the whole sweater back. So it was a universal experience. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but I do love the look of this one. It, it's very, very cute. That's the Center Point Popover by Ainur Birkenbaeva. And then the second one that I've found. Now, this is just what Gail was talking about, patterns that we are revisiting for some reason from this, these, the next two for me are from 2019. This one popped up into my hot right now, and I'm, I'm a little unsure why it was in hot right now. At first, I thought it was in a new collection that had been published, but then I went to the Ravelry page for the collection and it says January 2019. So I'm not sure if the information is incorrect or for some reason, you know, sometimes a sweater is in a knit along or some uh, yeah. designer has a sale and sweaters pop up. So you never really, I never really always know because sometimes sales get by me and I don't know. Well, there have been many a time that I've texted you saying, why is this in hot right now? Yes. <laughs> usually you'll tell me, oh, it's a sale. <laughs> yeah. So this one, it's called The Campfire Cardigan by Carrie Bostick Hodge. I just went to Ravelry a few, min a few minutes before we started recording to look for it, typed in Campfire Cardigan and a whole 
page of things came up for specifically called Campfire Cardigan. So if you do look, make sure you're going to the one by Carrie Bostick Hodge or use our show notes located at yarniax.com. There you go. <laughs> so the Campfire Cardigan, and let's see, Carrie is the designer of the Live Light, which is... That's that's my hibernation sweater at this point. I'll have to take it out of hibernation and finish it soon. <laughs> she says, smiling. Eventually. Yes. When the timing's right. Yes. So definitely want to get that one knit. It only has a collar band, but that's that's a different sweater. So back to the campfire card again. <laughs> Campfire cardigan is also a worsted weight cardigan. This one has stripes, but the whole sweater is knit in one color. So what does that mean, Charlene? The stripes are created with texture rather than color. And I love the idea of that because I love textural knitting. Though I don't always love wearing cables just because usually or often too warm. But this one, I love the way the stripes look. It's, I'm not sure if it's a stockinette and garter stripe, or it might be a stockinette and reverse stockinette pattern. Either way, it's nice. It looks like a raglan sleeve. Oh, that's right. But the Ravelry pattern page does not give much information. It only has, for a sweater... There's only three tags there. It says seamed, top down, and worked flat. So it doesn't tell you anything about the construction, which is really frustrating. That's odd. Yeah, it's disappointing. Especially for a designer like her, you would think there would be a lot more description. I I would like there to be more description. Mm -hmm. So the cardigan has two styles, both being... A somewhat more fitted garment. One is mid-hip length. They both have button closures, but the second version is a longer low-hip length, and that one has pockets along the ribbing on the bottom, and the pockets on the longer version actually look really cool because the pockets kind of grow organically out of the ribbing. I like the way they look. Mm, Sounds pretty. Yeah, but I am frustrated that the pattern page doesn't give me more information about the structure of the garment because I would hesitate to purchase a pattern sight unseen without knowing a few more things. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is there isn't a photo of the full back. There's only kind of like a three-quarter view of the back, which is... I'd like to see the whole back. Yeah, that's really disappointing. That frustrates me when they do that. Yeah. They being designers who don't show full photos. So I suspect that the sweater probably isn't entirely seamed, but I don't like the look. Well, I don't like the look of seamed raglans, especially on... A bulkier yarn, you know, when they have, when the raglans themselves that go along the shoulders are seamed, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but they always, they're always a little bulky. I don't like that. Yeah, they have that extra 
yarn from the seam. Yeah. yeah. And and so it's hard to tell because the like I said, the first there's only three descriptive words and the first one says seamed. So if I were to base my judgment just on the Ravelry pattern page, I would guess that the sweater, the raglans are seamed. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's flat. hard. Yeah, it's 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 hard to guess. But that's the thing. I don't want to guess when I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> purchasing exactly. a pattern. But I do like the way it looks. So I will watch. There, there's only one project, even though the pattern is from January 2019. There's only one project listed on Ravelry, so I can't get a lot of information there either. So maybe I'll just keep my eye on it. We'll see. And so that that was the campfire cardigan. And since I was looking at patterns by Carrie Bostick Hodge, I found another one also from two, January 2019 called the Fleur Cardigan. Now, this one is just a really simple cardigan. I guess this one is a, one of those three button top closure cardigans, but it it's got a little bit more of a front. It's not completely open. The like the fronts do kind of over. Well, I guess that's how you make it. The fronts do kind of overlap on this one. Um, but the thing that really caught my eye is that it's made from. That yarn that you and I purchased at Stitches, and correct me if I don't pronounce this right, Biche Bouche, is that how? It, I, I think I was sure. taught. I think I was taught that's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so subsequently, after I noticed that it was the Biche Bouche yarn, I see that it unfortunately is a different one than I have in stash, but it caught my attention, and maybe I'm not sure if my yarn is similar. But Floor is a sweet little, this one does say top down, but this one also only has three words, uh, lace, one piece, and top down. So also no description beyond that. It looks like a, a fairly basic circular yoke, and the lace is on the neckline. The lace is also on the sleeves, three-quarter sleeves. And there's two versions on the pattern page, one with a straight hem and one with a high-low hem. But it's, one again, one of those top-buttoning sweaters that I think I wear a lot when I have them. <laughs> so I really like that. But both patterns, I have to say, I wish the Ravelry pattern page had a little bit more about the pattern construction Maybe how much ease is recommended would be nice, too. So there's that. (laughs) Disappointing. Yeah. How about you? What are you stocking? Well, thanks to Pattern Ennui, I only have two things. And the first thing is a result of looking at all of the beautiful self-indulgent knit-along projects, Mm -hmm. which we are going to talk about later in this episode. But those led me to a designer who is new to me. Her name is Roseanne Briggerman, and she does amazing crocheted kids' toys and crib mobiles. And 
with Wesley arriving soon and with Olivia, who loves stuffed animals. Many of them were very tempting, but mm, not so into the idea of fiddly things at the moment. But they're adorable. And someone in the knit along did knit two of hers, which we'll talk about later. But if you're interested in things like toys and if you're interested in crocheting, definitely check out Roseanne Brickerman. Beautiful work. The second one is a hat. It's called the Hopeful Hearts Fair Isle Hat, and it's by the designer Quiet Isle Crafts. It's a DK weight colorwork hat that is corrugated rib on the brim, and then it goes into hearts. And of course, that just makes me smile. <laughs> so there are two different versions on the project page, and the price for this is one great British pound, which is a dollar forty-four in U.S. dollars. So it's a very Aww. inexpensive pattern, yeah. not free, but inexpensive. The two versions. The first one is one one main color, one contrast color, and she has a tassel at the top, which of course <laughs> I love too. And the second version is being worn by a man, and it's multicolors for contrast, and it's really cool looking. So that is something that I'm sure I will knit eventually. I apparently got it when it was free or something because it's already in my library. Uh -huh. But it looks really cute. Hopeful Hearts, Fair Isle Hat by Quiet Isle Crafts. And that's it. I'm weak okay. in the stocking department this time. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What you knitting? Well, my bento boxy is coming back into rotation. I took a little break from this one because I was working on my beacon pullover. Actually finished the beacon pullover. And wow! now I know. And <laughs> now Bento Boxy is back. And I'm working on the first sleeve. I'm to the point I I need to try this one on again, reacquaint myself with it, how it fits, and see how far. I am on the sleeve because once I get to the lower portion, almost finished with the sleeve, the sleeve does have a contrast color lining, which is very cool. As I've been saying all along as I knit this sweater, and this is Bento Boxy by Asa Tricosa. As I've been saying, as I've knit this sweater, it's full of new things to learn and new techniques. The pattern is written with different nomenclature than I've ever seen for short rows, for example. So there are new, new things just to pay attention to and some new things to learn. So that's been fun. And I love the contrast color lining that is on the collar. The collar is it's a boxy style sweater and it has what I kind of think of as a mock turtleneck collar. It stands up a little bit and it has a contrast color lining on the inside, contrast color lining on the hem and then on the cuffs of the sweater, which is meant to fold back and expose that contrast color a little bit. So I've got some new things to try finishing my sleeves. Yay, and someone in the thread for the last episode thanked you for being the guinea pig and learning all the shortcuts for her patterns. <laughs> okay, so that is the only thing that I am working on right now. How about you? What are you knitting? 
I am knitting a bank head hat at the moment, which is a pattern by Susie Gourlay. I was kind of behind on my charity hats for the year and pulled out some yarn the other day. And this one that I'm, the yarn I'm using now is Malabrigo Rios in the Anniversario colorway. And the Anniversario colorway is very bright, multicolored, beautiful yarn. This particular skein is kind of muddy. And when I looked at it, I thought, I don't want to try to do a patterned hat in that yarn because I think the pattern would get lost. Mm -hmm. So Bankhead is one by one rib for the brim, and then it goes into a five by one rib for the body of the hat. So basically I'm letting the yarn and the colors of the yarn do the work for me and not knitting anything super fancy with it. But I love Malabrigo Rios. I forgot how mm -hmm. much I love it I until yeah, now I'm knitting with it. It's a worsted to Aran weight yarn, plied yarn, superwash by Malabrigo. And it's just so nice. It just feels so good yeah. to knit with. <laughs> and it's very affordable for yarns. It's not on the super lower end of the price scale for yarn. It's probably low to mid end compared to... A lot Compared of other yarns. Other yarns mm -hmm. of that quality, yeah. Exactly. So I would say that for most Malabrigo yarns, that's true. Yeah. So I'm enjoying knitting this, and I think this may be the third or fourth time I've knit this pattern. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. She has great hats, very simple to follow patterns, and I've always enjoyed knitting her patterns. So that's Bankhead by Susie Worley. I, I find that one to be a good one, too. I've knit several of those as well. It's, yeah, it's a great zooms. charity hat. Yeah, mm -hmm. And of course, I'm doing a double thickness brim. I just think for charity hats, with the number of homeless people we have in Santa Cruz, having that double thick around your ears is kind of the way to do it. So nice extra I'll be, feature. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'll be knitting a little extra on the brim, <laughs> yeah. which isn't the rib one by one rib isn't my favorite, but hey, it's going to keep someone's head warmer. Yeah. And I'm also still working on my Haven sweater by Kate Oates. I've finished the body. It is beautiful. It fits me exactly the way I wanted it to. And I'm mm, probably three quarters of the way or two thirds of the way done with the first sleeve. For some reason, it seems to be taking forever to knit the sleeves with the sweater. It's fingering weight yarn on a small circumference needle. That's how I do my sleeves, small circumference circular needle. And it just seems to be taking forever. For some reason, I thought it would be faster. And I don't know why I disillusioned myself thinking I'd be on <laughs> Sleeve Island for a very brief visit. I'm going to be there for a while. So, and my second sleeve always goes faster than my first because the first of sleeve, course, you have to try yeah. it on and you, all those things. You've made all of the notes. notes that hopefully you've made all the correct notes from sleeve number one. So sleeve number two is just zoom, zoom. Exactly. That's my hope. Fingers crossed. So hopefully by the next time we record, I will have a finished Haven sweater because it's so cool. pretty. I love the yarn. I love the design. And I really love Kate Oates's pattern so far. So <laughs> Haven by Kate Oates. We'd like to thank our sponsor for March, Fix-A-Stitch. Ever face the tedious task of having to drop down and correct a mistake in your knitting? The Fix-A-Stitch is here to help. 
it's a double-ended tool that uses a patented method to change stitches from knit to purl or purl to knit, quick and easy. Check our website for great tutorials and other ways to use it. The tool comes in a package of three for light, medium, or bulky weights. A lace weight tool is sold separately. It's even bright pink, which makes it easy to find in your purse or project bag. Fix a Stitch is available at local yarn shops around the country, and more information is available at www.fixastitch.com. And in our thread for this episode and last episode, I linked directly to the tutorial that shows you how to use it oh, because good. I thought that would be more helpful than a logo. Good. <laughs> there. It's super easy to use. It is. It is. And it's one of those tools I can remember sitting in a group knitting on one of our retreats. And of course, somebody says, does anybody have a fix a stitch? And everybody <laughs> kind of digs around in their tools pouch and looks for the bright pink hook and somebody mm -hmm. pulls it out. And then once it's out, it usually stays out on the table for anybody else to use if anybody else needs it. So Exactly, because inevitably in a group situation like that, someone's going to blow right, it and make exactly, a mistake and they're knitting. Exactly. It's inevitable. So thank you very much, Fix-A-Stitch. Yeah. All right, what have you finished? Well, I mentioned that I finished my Beacon pullover sweater because that was supposed to be my little distraction on the side from Boxy when I was learning new things and my brain couldn't handle it. But of course, my distraction became my obsession, you could say. <laughs> As it often does, Yes, right? and this obsession became a finished sweater. Yay! Yeah, it was a fun knit, unusual construction, which is what gets me every time. And as is often the case with unusual construction, it was not quite what I expected, but it was really easy and fun. So Beacon is a dolman-sleeved sweater. Crew neck, they call it cropped on the pattern page, but it's not really cropped to me. I would say it's definitely, it's short, lower than your natural waist. I made mine a little bit longer, I think, than called for. So it's definitely lower than, definitely below my natural waist, almost too high hip, I would say. But it's knit in the round, and because of the bat wings, it's, it's positive ease, somewhat oversized. It's got short a little bit use of short rows to bind off the sleeves because the sleeves go down from the shoulders down the arm a little bit and then it's kind of stair-stepped so the short rows help with that and then you also do you also need to do a three needle bind off to join the sleeves which was fun so I expected the sleeve to kind of grow from and be knit from the body, but there was a definite armhole and then a separate sleeve is knit on afterwards. So that that was the part that wasn't expected because when you make a dolman sleeve with woven fabric, for example, 
the way you cut it out usually is just all from sleeve and body from one long continuous piece of fabric. I suppose you could, I'm, I'm sure it's been done in pieces as well, but in my head, I was thinking one big continuous piece of fabric. I would expect whereas, that too. Yeah, yeah, whereas this ended up being two for the sleeve, the, the body piece and then a separate sleeve. So I haven't worn the sweater yet, but I really love the yarn too. So I think it's a win. Oh, good. <laughs> it's just, I, you know, I haven't had anywhere to wear it to. I haven't. No, really? I haven't, go- I haven't <laughs> gone out. So the online number one is the yarn that I used as a replacement because, okay, Beacon is a pattern by Shelly Anderson, I forgot to mention. And it is knit using the Shibui yarns. Their kit for the pattern is a little out of my price range. <laughs> also so... known as obscenely expensive <laughs> to most of us yes. knitters. Yes. So that meant I was searching for a substitute. And what I was looking for was something soft, something fuzzy that would somewhat emulate the the look and feel of the original yarns, though Haven is one of the yarns that's called for. It's a new yarn. I've never seen it in person. I'm sure it's lovely and I would love it. But like I said, it's just, it's not in my price range. So the Onling number one was a really good choice for me. It's the Wool and Angora blend. And I used a dark gray. And one of the things that I have to say, I think I mentioned this previously, the fabric looks so nice. It makes my stitches look so smooth and even. So I love a yarn that makes my stitches look good. (laughs) You gotta love that. So definite, definite three stars or three thumbs up, whatever, for the yarn. And I've tried on the sweater multiple times. I like it when I try it on. I'm assuming I'm going to like it when I finally have a chance to wear it. (laughs) Excellent. So yes, that is Beacon by Shelley Anderson. What have you finished, Gail? I finished the Lee Blanket by Kate Oates, which is a blanket I knit for my grandson, Wesley, who will be here April 23rd. I say as if he's being hand-delivered by a stork. That's the (laughs) date Alex has scheduled for her cesarean section. So that's when we expect him to arrive, unless she goes into labor early or something. But I delivered it to Alex and she loves it. She has left it out so that she can admire it all the time. Nice. And she told me it's her favorite blanket of all the blankets that I've knit. She loves the weight of it. She adores the color. It's Madeline Tosh Nocturne colorway, which is a slightly tonal, dark, dark, deep navy, which is just beautiful. I definitely would love to knit myself a sweater in that yarn someday. Hmm. And it's a reversible blanket, which makes it even that much cooler. And I knit it with three skeins of Madeline Tosh sport weight yarn, almost exactly three skeins. I had this littlest bit of the third skein left over. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, I would knit it even longer. But I followed the pattern instructions and that's how it came out. So 
highly recommend the pattern. It's a very easy knit. It uses twisted stitches for the cable, so you don't need a cable needle. And because it's reversible, you just basically do the same pattern on the other side of the blanket. So easy to follow, really nice effect. It has a couple different kinds of ribbing in it that give it a nice texture. And it has, the ribbing goes all the way around the four sides. And then there's a second type of ribbing that also goes inside that first layer of ribbing on the inside. So it's like a double frame of the cabled portion of the blanket. Just really pretty. So that's the Lee Blanket by Kate Oates. And I also finished another charity hat. I knit the Thank You Hat, Big Pearl Hat by Pearl Soho, which I've knit at least once or twice before. This time I used Knit Picks Felici Worsted, and Knit Picks Felici is their self-striping yarn line. So they have it in fingering and worsted and maybe another weight, I'm not quite sure. It is really nice yarn. I've enjoyed it. I've used it for socks in the fingering weight. This is my second hat in the worsted weight, and it's a really nice yarn. The striping works out really beautifully. I can't remember the colorway, but it's stripes of different colors of blue and different colors of gray. Very nice hat. And the hat itself is a free pattern. Very simple to knit. It is a fold over brim and you actually do ribbing that's, I don't know if it's three to one or I don't remember ex the exact ratio of ribbing, but the first several inches you purl more than you knit and then you do a knit round and then you do knit purl, more knits than purl. So when you fold it over, it's the knit side facing out. So pretty oh, clever. Cool. Yeah. And then the rest of the body is just straight up stuck in it. It was a self-striping yarn. So I didn't want a pattern. Again, the yarn did all the work for me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Really nice pattern. I highly recommend it. The Thank You Hat, Big Pearl Hat by Pearl Soho. And that's what I finished. And we've also finished the self-indulgent knit along. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, I still... I'm struggling to wrap my wee brain around that idea that it's already spring. It looks that like it's spring already in Santa March. Cruz. Yeah. Yes. We have blooming fruit trees everywhere. It's so pretty. It's my favorite time of the year. It just makes me so happy. It is happy. really pretty. It's so windy, though. <sighs> it's been ridiculously windy. <laughs> Crazy pants for Santa Cruz. We don't usually have yeah. wind like this. No, we don't. But the forget me nots are blooming on my running trail. And oh, <laughs> I just love this time of year. So, in the knit along, we had 253 finished projects from 150 of you. So you guys knit a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of projects. And there were 165 posts altogether. So that means the majority of you knit more than one item for the self-indulgent knit along, which is really, really cool. Really cool. And there was so much color work. Oh my gosh, beautiful color work patterns. Did you have some favorites? I do. So the first one that made me laugh out loud was in post number 27, Clemma knit a little crochet nose cozy that just <laughs> made me laugh. 
Uh, it made me laugh. I need it was one of those so for cold cute. running days. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. And so it's just a little crocheted disc with a nose stitched on. You could add whiskers, whatever. I and one and then it's got the little uh strings to tie behind your head or go behind your ears, whichever. And my thought was that you could possibly wear this over a mask for fun, though I can't speak to whether that would reduce the efficacy of the mask. Right. I don't know. So it may not be recommended, but wouldn't it be fun if you could? <laughs> that would be cute. Yeah. Accessories for one's mask. And then let's see, post number 38, Melissa Martin knit a mohair dotted rays shawl, which I really liked because that is a pattern that I have wanted to make for a very long time now. Me too. Hers was knit in mohair. It looks light as a feather. Mm -hmm. We will say feather, not, not cobwebs. cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone who commented about me saying that last episode. I don't know what I was thinking because I don't want cobwebs draped on my body. Thank you very much. I blame it on COVID. So, <laughs> so yes, looks light as a feather and soft as well. How about you? Any favorites? Well, also on the funny end of things, and I didn't write down the post numbers, but Knit Nut by G, her name is Jill, knit a very cute sweater for Easter that has color work around the bottom of little bunnies, and it features one little set of bunnies that are having more fun than the other bunnies. So <laughs> I'll leave that up to your imagination, but it's really cute and really funny. I appreciated the humor of that. Not safe for work bunnies. Exactly. You probably wouldn't wear that to work, depending on where you worked, <laughs> but it's adorable. And I also, like I mentioned in my stocking, loved the projects by Super Kip, who is Natalie. She knit the Flamingo Mobile and the Children's Weather Cube by Roseanne Biggerman. And of course, I love flamingos, but this mobile is cute even for someone who doesn't like flamingos. It's adorable. Little That's pink really flamingos adorable. and other little things on this mobile. Very, very cute. And the children's weather cube is, the pattern is not released yet. But wow, those were so cool. So imagine those square toys that you get for little kids that have like a teething ring on one side and then they have a little shape on another that fits in a pocket. And they have something on most of the sides of the cube. Well, this is done but in crochet. And there were triangular ones and square ones, and they're just super, super cool. I would love to make one of those when the pattern comes out. So those were some of my highlights too. And then there were some, there was one shawl that I loved. Mickey McLean knit the Festival of Stitches shawl by Lisa Haynes in the colors of the year yellow and gray and white oh, and yeah. so pretty <laughs> that is a long rectangular wrap shape as opposed to a triangular or crescent shaped shawl and it has as the name implies festival of stitches there are a lot of different textures and stitch types in it and it kind of all comes to a point in the middle. So it's like it's knit on the bias on two different sides that then join in the center. It's really, really pretty. I had noticed it when it was in hot right now, but kind of thought, oh, that's pretty. 
and just scrolled right past it. <laughs> but in these colors, it's stunning. Nice. It was really pretty. And then I also Oh, oops. go ahead. Your turn. I also noticed Bella's home life, who was Barbara, made a striped sweater with a strand of mohair held doubled with a smooth yarn. And I just loved her muted color choices. Barbara has been on Zoom with us on Saturdays, and she actually showed us the sweater in person. So that was very, very cool because we got to see it. And I just loved the colors. They just look like a watercolor painting to me. Yeah, the marled, super pretty. Yeah, yeah. And then speaking of stripes, post number 111, Deep Cove Girl, who was Elizabeth Ann, knit a scrappy raglan pullover in fingering weight leftovers. It's gorgeous it's and so beautiful. It's so happy, isn't it? And, oh, it's, it's such a amazing. happy it's amazing. I love all the colors. Just just beautiful work. And it's funny because it's a very, very colorful sweater. And she calls it her gray sweater <laughs> because she binge watched Gray's Anatomy. Anatomy while she worked on it. So I thought that was really a great story for a very colorful sweater called the gray sweater. Love it. <laughs> and I had one more favorite well, I had, they were all my favorites, but you know, we can't mention all of them. Marianne, who is, she's been participating in our knit alongs and our chat for a very long time. Apparently she's an engineer. I did not know that. And she engineered her own pattern. It's a little baby, not a onesie. A onesie implies it's kind of shorter sleeves and just ends at the hips. It's a full body knit for a baby that buttons along one side. And it's just so adorable. I just loved it. it. And she said, why bother to follow a pattern when you can create your own? Ha ha. It was kind of sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it is beautiful. It's a really pretty little finished object. And then I actually have a couple more. Let's see. Post 119, who is Cotto Crochet's 17. Carolyn, she knit a pure joy by Hohi Locatelli, which is one of my favorite shawl patterns. So I noticed it, but she knit it in a gradient, and I just loved Ooh, the look of it. Yeah. It was kind of neutral tones, gradient, really, really pretty. And then last, and but certainly not least, and certainly not the only favorites because like Gail said there are so many and I can't mention every single one but this one was near the end and it caught my eye because it looks so good and I had never seen this pattern before it's called the farmhouse cardigan knit by Anstey aka Jody and she says she finished it right in the nick of time and it just looks fabulous on her because it's purple, caught my eye, <laughs> and she's wearing a t-shirt that has the same color in it, and it just looks great on her. That's so, such a pretty pattern. Yeah. I love I, that party. I must have seen it before, but it definitely caught my eye, and now it's kind of on my radar a little bit, too. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you. And we have some prizes. 
So we've had a lot of wonderful people who donated prizes as always, and as is the new norm for our knit-alongs, the first prize is a handmade wooden yarn bowl by Mary's husband, and Mary is Coney Hot Dog 44. I can't remember the numbers at the end of her name, but she's been a regular to our Saturday Zooms since the beginning as well, and she has the greatest stories about her husband and how he entertains himself in yarn stores because he finds things to buy for his fly fishing. And I would love to meet him in real life someday, but his yarn bowls are beautiful. And I think there's also a little accompanying like stitch holder container that he made to go with it. So the winner of that one is post number 151, Jen Schaff, who is Jen, and she knit a beautiful Make-A-Wish cardigan by Hohi Locatelli. It's gorgeous. Oh, and because we always blow this, as podcasters. If you've won a prize, please contact me, Gailey Whaley, on Ravelry. We usually forget that part. We do. And I also want to add that it just so happens that today is Mary's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Mary. Mary. Happy birthday. All right. So continuing on with the prizes, I have to tell you guys, random number generator generated numbers from 100 above, and most of them are in the latter part of our 165 posts. So it wasn't me, it was a random number generator. <laughs> so the next one is post number 143, Spinny Gonzalez, who is Aureli, I think, I'm sorry, I should know how to pronounce your name by now, but I don't. She's, uh, what again, one of our regular participants, and she knit a Tiberius pullover, color work, beautiful colors, and a Richie shawl. And she won a pattern from Becky Green, who is Green Thumb on Ravelry. Becky was nice enough to donate three patterns. So the next winner of a Becky Green pattern is Post 101, Kitten Bit. And that's Cassandra. And she knit a Zyan pullover, which also was beautiful. And the third winner is Rachel Fitz. Rachel, she test knit a sweater for Talvi, who Charlene and I have both knit patterns from Talvi. And she knit a Tannen Boom, which is, they're both colorwork sweaters and they're both beautiful. So congratulations to all of you for the Becky Green patterns. And the next winner is post number 68, Brookall, who is Brooke, and she knit the Novemberist mitts, which are colorwork mitts that were very pretty. And she won a hand-sewn circular needle case that was knit by our personal friend, Cindy, who is Ms. Cozy Couch on Ravelry and Instagram. The next winner Post number 118, meeting knitter, Chris, who we know, we've met her at Stitches. Hi, Chris. And she knit a Be at Peace wave deck shawl, which is a little work of art. And she wins a couple skeins of Yak Blend yarn from Sam, who is Earth Day Every Day. So that's going to be nice to work with. Nice. The next winner, post 148, Julie, who is Jay Chant. Hi, Julie. She knit two pairs of socks and a headband, and she gets a hand-sewn project bag from Barbara, Bella's Home Life, who you just mentioned her striped sweater. Oh, nice. Bella used to own a quilt store in Sweden, and she has amazing talent. She showed us recently a quilt that her shop, she did like one pattern a month that was all done into a quilt. Just amazing. She's an amazing seamstress. So that project bag is going to be dynamite. 
Next winner, post 156, Snazana, who is Rosemary. She knit a Castile cardigan, and she wins the Abington mitts and hat pattern from Jennifer Lassonde, who is Boston Jen. So congratulations and thanks, Jennifer, for that pattern set. And then the last one, post number 160, Crafty Textile Lady, who is Hillary, also one of our regular Zoomers, and she knit the Wanderer slippers. I think there were two or three pairs of Wanderer slippers in the knit along. So yay! And you win four skeins of Westwool bicycle yarn in the Beatrix colorway, donated by our friend Alex, who is under Dutch skies. So I think she actually bought that at the Stephen and Penelope yarn store, which is where Stephen West works. So that's kind of cool. She got the yarn from Very the cool. actual yarn store. Yeah. So I think there are four skeins of that. So that will be enough to probably knit a really cool sweater. Cool. So congratulations, everybody. Thank you to everybody who knit along with us. And I'm so sorry I wasn't more present on the chat thread. <laughs> Our chat thread was zooming, booming, hopping, and just so many people chatting. And I couldn't keep yeah, up this time. I've had I couldn't too much keep to up do. either. Yep, that made me sad, though, because usually I participate it's a lot. It's usually very fun. Yeah, yeah, and I see everything and all the works in progress, and I really missed that this year. So yeah, next year I will be able, I hope, to pay more <laughs> attention and admire everything as it goes along and not just click love on all the pretty pictures, but actually comment, <laughs> which I enjoy doing. So okay. another one done for the year. That's at least our sixth, I think, self-indulgent it along. Yeah, I'm so. not sure, but yeah. Thank you, everyone, for yeah, participating. Thank you. And thank you to everyone again who donated prizes. We're very grateful. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for and listening. Happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.